0: Welcome to a snowy Norman, Oklahoma. It's everyone's favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, at Burgers Brats, and Twitter and Instagram, at Burgers Brots. I got very special guest from the OU men's gymnastics team, my former teammate, Randy Scharnhorst. Thank you for being here, Randy.
1: Thank you so much, my man Braxton, for having me on. I've been listening to y'all for a while now, and I've been wanting to get on this podcast for a long time, so... Glad to be here. Appreciate the love and support.
0: That means a lot, Randy. That does mean a lot. So, I know you are so excited. Uh, we talked uh, before the Super Bowl weekend. I was like, Randy, if this, if your hometown Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl, you've got to come on and talk about it. The Chiefs win, uh, Super Bowl champs, you're here. What are you feeling? How happy are you?
1: As Andy Reid, quote, Andy Reid always says, how about them? Chiefs! <laughs> so I'll take it, man. Watching that game was probably one of the most stressful occasions of my life, and I, I've i been through a lot of stress. But that was an incredible victory for the Chiefs. Both teams played fantastic games, and it was one of the first Super Bowls that I feel like I was able to watch and not be bored. So I thought it was a great game, and I was super happy with the Chiefs pulling away with a victory. And, you know, let's let's go go again 2020. I mean... <laughs> the 2020 season started on Sunday. I don't know if y'all knew that, but we got more records to be more records to break, more more Super Bowl championships to win.
0: The, you guys were screwed out of a Super Bowl last year, but you got back. You got to win this year yes, against a great 49ers defense. But yeah, the sky is the limit for this Kansas City team.
1: Oh yeah. And Patrick Mahomes can throw through this guy. So I mean,
0: youngest player to win MVP and Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP, and he's sticking around in KC too. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> it's gonna be a great couple of years with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. For sure. So yeah, it's it's so exciting just watching your team in a suit, not only in a Super Bowl, but come out victors. It's and, amazing. And the first
1: time in fifty years, I remember when the Royals back in twenty fifteen Kansas City Royals won the World Series. It had been thirty plus years on that. And they had made it the year before, lost to the uh, Giants, I believe, and made it back the next year and took the uh, championship. And then five years later, we got the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. And, you know, it's kind of cool getting to see that happen in such a short time span. And, you know, especially when my parents grew up watching them and they got to see the Royals win the last time and then got to see it again, but they hadn't seen the Chiefs win. So I was like, this is pretty exciting for, for both teams and all of Kansas City.
0: Yeah, hopefully it does not take another 50 years Let's for this to hope happen. Not. Let's hope not, yeah. <laughs> but some stats, Pat Mahomes, MVP. A lot of people thought Damian Williams should be the MVP. I could see that. I could see that, too. 105 yards, one receiving, one rushing touchdown. First player in uh, Super Bowl history to do that. Mm-hmm. And then Kansas City, as we said, uh, they scored points, uh late touchdown at the end, but they got their points against this 49ers defense in the fourth quarter. Pat Mahomes, 26 of 42, 286 yards, two touchdowns, but two interceptions. Jimmy G, 20 for 31, uh, 219 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Uh, Randy, you should have known this Chiefs team was going to win. They had the better quarterback.
1: They did. They had a good quarterback, but the one thing that I was concerned about and the thing that I definitely saw with this Chiefs offense was we haven't played a defense that's as good as that 49ers defense. So... I definitely saw in the first quarter, first, second quarter, that, you know, you could see Mahomes was a little flustered and some of our, you know, we weren't making passes, like deep passes to Tyreek Hill like we normally are. And uh, Damian Williams, as you said, yeah, he, he really showed up that day. And I think that that's kind of what got us through that first half. And when we got into the second half, we just kind of got some time to rest and we came out ready to ready to take it. So
0: Yeah, main reason you guys won. Because you forced Jimmy G to throw, which mm-hmm. he cannot do, and we saw they could have taken the lead uh, with about two minutes left mm-hmm. when he overthrew Emmanuel Sanders, mm-hmm. uh, two interceptions. But the main reason is because you were going against Kyle Shanahan.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Choke master himself over there.
0: First, he blows a twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and then you blow a twenty to ten lead. With seven minutes left in the Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: I think it's a little unlucky for Shanahan to be up in the first half at all. (laughs) Uh, If I were to recommend him to do anything in his future career, it would be make sure you play a little bit more conservative in the first half and save some energy for the second half.
0: And we saw uh, 49ers got the ball back with about a minute left, but don't decide to call a timeout before they get it back when Kansas City punts. They throw a deep bomb to Kittle. It gets called back on a good P.I. call. Yep, yep. But... They, they did not—49ers did not get Kittle involved, and they did not get the run game involved. So, moster, they're running back only 12 carries, and he had 29 last week uh, mm-hmm. in the or two weeks ago in the NFC Championship game. So, that's where that hurt. But Kansas City looked great. Their defense looked good, mm-hmm. only giving up 20 points, yep. uh, zero in the fourth quarter. What, zero in the second half? Yeah. Yeah, so they nothing. look good yeah stop the run that's why you guys brought in Tyron Matthew yes Kansas City
1: I'll tell you what I'm a Sooners I'm Sooner born and Sooner bred but I'll tell you what my uh, fiance's brother is down at LSU as a freshman this year so getting to watch the LSU team and you know we, we won't talk too much about the <laughs> LSU OU game in the playoffs this year but I will say LSU has been one of the best coll- collegiate teams to produce some of the best in the NFL and I remember hearing when we signed Tyrion Matthew, I was ecstatic. And I remember watching him when he was a little bit younger, still playing at LSU. And I'll tell you what, he carries that same Tiger energy to every NFL game and every game that he plays. So it's, it's really exciting getting to watch him play and getting to watch him be so good. And, um, I remember, I think it was third quarter, we had given up a couple, you know, big yardage and, or something. And uh you, they panned over to him on the sideline and he's shouting and screaming at his other teammates and with good reason. Like he they were they were upset that they gave up so many yards and it wasn't even on a touchdown, but you know, that's that's the kind of character that he builds, so
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. LSU produces talent on the wide receiver and defensive uh back, defense uh safety field. Yeah, yeah. Really do. Coach O knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he does. But um and yeah, we didn't see Tyreek Hill involved as much as you mentioned until that 3rd and 15 yeah. in the 4th quarter, and that's when everything just shifted. How do you let that dude get that wide open? It doesn't make any you sense. You can't
1: stop him. That man can go faster than anybody else in the league. I promise you that.
0: He he is he, that <laughs> dude is fast. Um and returning next year, so yes, sir. Or most of the team is, I believe. I <laughs> believe
1: I haven't heard of anybody that's leaving yet. Obviously, I haven't been checking too much lately, but yeah.
0: So How many more Super Bowls is Patrick Mahomes going to win for your Chiefs, Randy?
1: Well, Tom Brady's got, what, six (laughs) rings? Yep. We'll go seven. (laughs) We'll go seven. seven. Youngest player in the league to be an MVP and a Super Bowl champion. You can't tell me that this kid's career is any time going to stop.
0: I I am going to say this, though. Aaron Rodgers, same thing. Mm -hmm. One Super Bowl, MVP, Mm -hmm. nothing since. Mm -hmm. And he's Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. But this Patrick Mahomes, dude, with that Super Bowl win, he's he's nearing a GOAT conversation. Oh, yeah. He has not had one bad game at all in his career, his 30-game career. Yeah. That dude is a beast. He is definitely entering that conversation with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. And up there. Drew Brees. Yeah. One Super Bowl. Yep. That That's disgraceful for that. Sean Payton, whatever for uh, that. Yeah. But so how optimistic – um, how long do you think this rain is this a new dynasty in Kansas City?
1: I don't know if I want to call it a dynasty yet. Uh, I don't want to push any push any bad luck out there but
0: out a few more defensive key players it might be.
1: I think I think with you know a couple more years of you know developing this team. I mean Patrick Mahomes is still young. A lot of the team that we have is still pretty young. So I think as long as we can get some good draft picks this year and get some you know good talent on our end and hopefully stay out of trouble I think we've, we've got a good good team ahead of us and a good chance ahead of us in the next couple of years to continue fighting for another Super Bowl. So I don't see any reason why we won't be back in the Super Bowl next year.
0: Yeah, um, don't want to look forward because you want to enjoy the moment, but yeah, yeah. it's always fun to look in the future. Absolutely. So I want to talk other uh, Super Bowl uh, stuff. Halftime show. Did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> did you see how amazing Shakira and J-Lo were best? Best, greatest halftime show I've ever seen.
1: I gotta say, that was a halftime show for the books. Uh, I personally really did enjoy it. I thought the music was fantastic. I know a lot of people are out there complaining that it's in Spanish or whatever. You gotta remember, this is J-Lo and Shakira.
0: In Miami. In Miami,
1: both of Hispanic descent. Like, they have no reason to not show their culture and not show their heritage, you know? If you are that upset about it, that means that you are the problem.
0: Yeah, don't right. hate them because they're better than exactly. you. Exactly, <laughs> that
1: They are 50 and 43 years old and still killing it. Can
0: you believe that? Yeah. J-Lo is 50 and Shakira's 43. It's crazy.
1: It's absolutely crazy. But I thought it was a good Super Bowl halftime show. I was really enjoying the music. I enjoyed the dancing. I enjoyed all of it. So, yeah, I thought it was great.
0: Shakira, I didn't know this. Shakira, she she was hitting every note perfect. She oh, was yeah. dancing perfect. As always. <laughs> and then her hips do not lie. <laughs> but um, she can play guitar yeah. She can sing solo. She yeah. can, she played the drums exactly, and she does a mean dance with the rope.
1: <laughs> I was a little confused at what she was doing with the rope for a second. I'm like, what are we about to see here? But no, I thought it was fantastic, and I, I think that both of those uh, both those women are inspiring leaders, and yeah. you know, fantastic in their field. And that if people are hating on them, good, let them hate because that's just gonna push them to get better. You know,
0: yeah. that's what we do. And we saw J-Lo and her daughter. That was a really cool that moment. That was awesome. That's awesome. That was
1: really cool to see that, yeah.
0: We were just missing one thing, Randy. That was Pitbull. Oh, man. Where was man. Pitbull? I don't know, man. Mr. Worldwide? Dolly, where you at? Yeah. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Worldwide. Where, come on, why didn't we invite Pitbull to the show? He,
1: have. he was probably there somewhere, pissed off that he wasn't, <laughs> that he wasn't singing, but... That's all good. We'll let people do I think he was in a commercial. He was in one of the commercials, yeah. though.
0: Yeah, he was in a bunch. Of, he was in Miami, I believe. Oh, he had So, yeah. yeah. I don't know why they didn't invite him. Bad Bunny, though, he was good. Jay oh, Balvin, good. Yeah. yeah. The Shakira and um, Cardi B remix of I Like It. I'm ready for that. I
1: was, too, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I, was I thought too. Cardi was about to come up. I did, too, for a second. I was, like, oh, no. No way. It's not going <laughs> to happen. I was a little disappointed when it didn't, but. Now, one of my favorite things was seeing uh, A-Rod's reaction to it all. And yeah, him dance and he was circle, in the middle. He was
0: just getting it. and Yeah, uh, Yeah, this is my wife. She's better than all of you. Y'all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> y'all hate her as much as you
0: want. Yeah, great Super Bowl. So, um, we're going to do some little predictions. We like sure. to predict way ahead in the future, way oh, yeah. too early. So, predict MVP for next year.
1: You know, I think... I think Lamar Jackson had a fantastic year this year and I think that, you know, with just a little bit more time under his belt, he's gonna for sure make a run at it. And I, I believe next year is his year. Uh we saw, you know, outstanding potential from him this year. He killed it.
0: Then he went uh He, he won M V P this year. He won oh, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. So back to uh, back. I
1: think he'll go back to back,
0: yeah. All right, yeah, I've gotta go Lamar right now for yeah. sure. Yeah. But all right, uh final prediction. Super Bowl champion next year. We're only 364 days away or whatever. can true. Uh, you can go hometown. You can, I'm hometown. Gonna you can homer. Chiefs.
1: I'm going to say Chiefs. You know, we got a solid team, and unless we start trading players left and right, which I don't think we will, I think we've got a great shot at it again. You know, we've got one Super Bowl under our belt, and I don't think that these guys are any less hungry for another one than they were when they first got this one. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a good year. But – Baltimore Ravens have a fantastic shot at it, too. You know, they showed a lot of potential this year, and I I was a little disappointed when I saw them get knocked out of the playoffs. and
0: With Ryan Tannehill. I know. <laughs> I know. Going uh, and beating Tom Brady at er, er, Foxborough and then yep. going into Baltimore and beating yep. Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, I think I will say this, and I'm proudly saying this, the Tom Brady era is done. <laughs> Woo! I'm predicting that right now. It is over. He might be. He might have been a good player. Might have been a great player. One of the best. Maybe. But it's over.
0: Uh, it's over. Burgers and Brots is happy. We are ecstatic about uh, well, that. I over. mean, we've been saying it for years. It's over. But yeah. now it might actually be over. I
1: think his time has come. I mean, he's the oldest player in the NFL. Yeah, I believe. Well, one of the oldest quarterbacks, yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, not to say that it's... His fault at all. They lost a lot of good, a lot of key players this year. But you know, I, I think that it's his time is
0: over. How do you feel about Drew Brees maybe retiring?
1: You know, I want him to win another one. I feel like he deserves another one.
0: The last three years, it feels like they should have been in the Super Bowl. Last they should year, they should have been in the Super Bowl last year. But the last three. Last year, yeah. last I think three. if they
1: would have played last year, if it weren't for that stupid referee call, I hope that ref got fired. but <laughs> Yeah, if they would have played last year, I believe that they would have had what it had taken to uh, knock out the Patriots so or any other team in their, in their way. So, um, But, yeah, I think Drew Brees still has a shot to keep playing. Obviously, it's just going to matter. I mean, the only thing that matters is if he stays healthy at this point. But, you know, we saw that thumb injury earlier on this season, but he still came back, played fantastic. So, you know, it's when you get up there in age, it gets harder to, you know, stay healthy and keep your body recovering, and that's what I am very optimistic about Patrick Mahomes with. He's still so young. We saw him dislocate his knee earlier in the season.
0: Yeah, we Came forget. That was yeah. this year. Yeah,
1: that was this year.
0: Like and week seven.
1: Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't too long ago, and the man is now a Super Bowl champion, so yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, maybe two of the best-ever players are going to retire this year, mm-hmm. but some awards that um, happened Saturday, uh, MVP, Lamar Jackson. Michael Thomas, Offensive Player of the Year uh, for the Saints. Stephen Gilmore, uh, Defense Player of the Year for the Patriots. Uh, coach of the Year, John Harbaugh of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And Ryan Tannehill, Comeback Player of the Year, <laughs> but Best uh, Award Rookie of the Year, Kyler Murray.
1: Kyler, good for him. K1, Sooner Nation, so proud of you. You you killed it, man. You killed it. And you got so much more, so much more in your tank. So. It's going
0: to be dangerous there. Oh, yeah. Um, Coming back second year, another year for who's who's the head coach? Uh that's a good question. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. I why can't I remember? It looks like Ryan Gosling. Look it up? <laughs> oh. Uh all right, yeah. But second year in the NFL. He pla I should know this. Coach attack. It's just <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. Why not Lane Kiffin? No, no, I ain't not Not Lane him. Kiffin but they have the same same face same face Ryan Gosling young Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury. Oh, See, that's what Cliff, it is. Kil- Cliff and Cliff. Lane Kiff yeah. yeah Lane Kiff and Cliff I don't know why I couldn't think of that But God, yeah they do look the same Yeah he looks like Ryan Gosling doesn't he Yeah <laughs> Yeah he does but should be another great year there Larry is returning for his final season and maybe they get another offensive uh, weapon and CeeDee Lamb Ooh,
1: yeah, I'm excited for this draft. I'm very excited for this draft because I feel like this draft is going to determine kind of what is going to happen next year. Um, Obviously, we know Joe Burrow's going first round, first pick. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, for sure.
0: With him, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, should be dangerous.
1: Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I forgot Mixon was out there still. Yeah. All right, all right. He
0: was one of the leading rushing backs in the NFL this year, too, Mm -hmm. for carry.
1: Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> I don't watch much Cincinnati sales. No, no one watches no. it. No one watches <laughs> but it. But maybe this year with Burrow behind the belt, they got it.
0: Maybe next year will be fun as well for the NFL. But congrats to the Kansas City, Missouri Chiefs on yes. winning the Super Bowl fifty four. Uh maybe see you back next year with fantastic quarterback Patrick Mahomes. So Randy, I wanna get into this I wanna ask you some questions about gymnastics. Okay read your mind or get into the brain of what it's like being coached by mark williams one of the best coaches um in the sports history mm-hmm. one of the best coaches in any sport so what's what's it like being coached by mark
1: i'll tell you what you uh you know every day i walk into the gym it is it's business at and 6 a.m 6 a.m done, not yeah 6 a.m 145 like every day when you walk in there he expects greatness and that's what you got to show and that's what you got to prove and you know i walked my way onto this team and i wasn't one of the top recruits in the country or anything but i showed him that i was willing to do everything that i could to make a contribution to the team and you know i've been doing that so far and um you know it's a little intimidating the first first couple months you're with them but uh, at this point, you know, I've got a pretty solid relationship with him, I'd like to say, and like to think anyways, and um but yeah, it's uh you show up and you better be ready to go. That's that's kind of the uh Mark Williams mindset, so yeah.
0: So you guys are two and one on the season, correct? Yeah. Yes sir. All right. First home meet is this Friday, finally after Saturday. This Saturday. Th- this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um <coughs> after three on uh three on the road. What's it going to be like having your first home meet as a senior at McHaslin?
1: I will tell you what. We are all excited. I am extremely excited. Um, this season's been a completely new season, completely new team. We lost nine seniors last year, and we also lost the dynasty and the legacy that we had had going for four-plus four years uh, here at OU, where we would won four national championships consecutive. And uh, this last year, we had probably one of the most talented teams and uh, ended up just losing it by, you know, a few few tenths at the end of the, end of the season. But, um, you know, the other team that beat us, Stanford, they showed up. And they did a fantastic job, and I was not disappointed in my team at all. I was extremely excited that, you know, we, we were there and we did as well as we did. And, and, you know, obviously it gave us fuel and gave us a lot of motivation for this year coming back. Um, now, with that being said, we've got a lot of new guys to this team. Um, but, you know, first three meets that we've had so far this year, they've showed outstanding potential and great. They've, I mean, all of them made a fantastic impact on our team already. So getting to see that is, you know, very, very exciting for us. So, But, yeah, home meet this weekend on Saturday. Uh, McCaslin Fieldhouse, 7 o'clock, be there. Um, white out. White out, yep, yep. Wear your white. And, uh, yeah, let's go root on the Sooners, baby.
0: <laughs> so you're finally upperclassmen, mm-hmm. very top. What's that like after being at the very bottom and now at the very top and uh, seeing the younger guys, and how do you? Uh, you know,
1: it's it's hit me almost where I'm, I'm realizing that the end is near and the end is approaching, and it's something that I've always kind of looked forward to but always feared at the same time because this has been, you know, part of my life for so long, but, um, it, it's it's awesome getting to see you know these guys that I competed with and saw growing up you know struggling with skills and I got to help them out and seeing them now kind of teaching me things and you know teaching me giving me a whole new perspective on what it means to be an upperclassman what it means to be a teammate so you know the the lessons that I've learned just this year alone have, you know are, are enough to last a lifetime so um, you know I, I really like seeing these guys come from Almost nothing, you know. No, no big name. Half of them weren't even like top recruits, and getting to see putting in hard, hard work day in and day out, and seeing that pay off so far this season. So, yeah, it's you know, it's still the start of the season. We are a very young team, and we are very hungry, very hungry.
0: Yeah. So, um, what can we look forward to? Not only in you, but what this team can do. What are some high expectations for you guys? We are always focused on consistency
1: and hitting solid and clean routines and that's kind of what comes of the Mark Williams program. Uh, He's not one to put up with people missing routines left and right and I'll tell you that's one thing that we see a lot of in uh, other collegiate teams not trying to name any names or say any bad stuff about other teams but one thing that we always pride ourselves in is you know getting through a routine not just getting through it but executing it very well and making it look like good gymnastics, so um, that's what that's what we've got in store this year. We've also got some big powerhouses, Gage Dyer out here on the floor exercise, putting up the top scores in the country. Uh, Dude, special, big, yeah, dude's very very special. He's about to throw big vault this weekend too, and you know he's, I've seen him training in the gym. He's putting in all these new upgrades and stuff, and he's just he's still young, still hungry. Yeah, he's gonna be good for us. So.
0: How do you feel you're going to do this year? Man, I am looking to do the best
1: that I can. I've had a couple good meets so far. The first meet we had this season was a little rough for me. Um, but the last two that we've had, I've hit some personal records. And uh, What events are these? Just high bar. There's high bar, some. yeah. yeah. Um, Scariest so the,
0: and coolest event.
1: I appreciate <laughs> it. It's, to me, it's the only event that makes sense for some <laughs> reason. Every other event, I just can't wrap my mind around. or can't get my body to even do so. I look forward to uh, putting up some big scores for us this year, though.
0: Well, how confident are you that you can bring back home the national championship to Norman? You know, it's, it's always
1: up in the air, and that's something that, you know, I, I don't like to think about because it's so far out in the future. And, you know, with the Chiefs and all that, like, I'm not a part of the team. But for us, you know, it's, it's hitting one, one routine at a time and just staying in the moment. Um, one of the biggest things that we've been talking about every single meet is staying within ourselves as a team. And not focusing on the distractions, not getting caught up in all that's going on and all the busyness. But um, you know, I think at the end of the year, all we have to do is do the gymnastics that we do day in and day out at the gym, at practice, and we're we're in the running. So I'm not gonna say that we have an easy shot at this, but you know, nothing that's worth it ever came easy. So we're we're ready for it though.
0: So gymnastics, it's it's a dying sport, um, mm-hmm. as we see. How do you think we can get more people more involved? How do you think we can sustain this? Uh, just what are your thoughts on gymnastics as it's at right now?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. So, a lot of people have been talking or rumoring about you know switching men's gymnastics back to the 10-0 system, and you know that's what the girls' collegiate gymnastics is doing, and people seem to understand that better. I, on the other hand, Don't agree with that. And actually, my head coach, Mark Williams, just wrote a fantastic article about that and why it won't work. Um, If you want to go check out his Facebook page, he's got it on there. Um, Brilliant article. But honestly, I think the the biggest thing that needs to happen in men's collegiate gymnastics is advertising and marketing. You see the women's side, they're over there on ESPN, ESPN2, all these big major channels. We're not even on ESPN. We're not even recognized.
0: And they're selling out Lloyd Noble. They're
1: selling out Lloyd Noble. UCLA's got one of the biggest like followings in the country. You know, with that girl Caitlin Ohashi when she went viral. You know, that yeah. blew up their sport even more than it already is. Um, there's a uh, documentary going around right now by a gymnast from the University of Minnesota named Shane Wiskus, and it's talking about how in you know the 1960s there were 133 men's collegiate programs or 130 plus teams. Now there are 13.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Yeah. And University of Illinois Chicago just dropped theirs to club last year.
1: Yep, exactly. We're seeing teams drop left and right, and we're at the point where if we lose any more, we're looking at no longer being recognized as an NCAA sport, which means that a lot of these kids that are growing up doing this sport, grinding, loving it, and wanting to pursue college athletics will not have the opportunity to – and will not be able to get a scholarship at all. And that's, I mean, that saddens me. I'm not on scholarship for act, for athletics, but, you know, seeing some of these kids that grow up putting their entire life into the sport and not being able to, you know, reap the benefits of it, it's just, it's saddening.
0: Yeah, because if one academy drops it, what, all the other three will? All of them will, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we get more people into gymnastics. What I'm saying, it's all it all starts with people you don't have
1: to understand the sport as well as we do. You know, if you go to a women's meet, there's no reason you can't enjoy a men's meet either.
0: It's way cooler to go see a guy's meet. Come on. Yeah, it's way cooler. We are doing
1: big tricks, life threatening skills. (laughs) Like Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. And the energy at a guy's meet is just I mean it's unparalleled to anything else I've ever seen. You know, football games are hype here. But getting to see how hyped the men's gymnastics team gets here—it's—it's it's unbelievable. Yep.
0: Yeah. So Randy, when can we see you in Tokyo this for the uh, Olympics coming up? Boy,
1: I <laughs> might be there as a photographer or something. I ain't going to compete though. I am not going to be there competing. I'm hanging up my grips after our NCAA season is done, and that was—that is the last time I will be competing.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you uh, for. Uh, coming on the show Thank you for um, doing this Hopefully you guys can bring home the national championship Hopefully you have a great another great year in gymnastics Appreciate But it. stick around We're going to talk some NBA and some other stuff as great. well uh, Make sure you're following us on Spotify On Apple Podcasts At Burgers Brots, Twitter and Instagram At Burgers Brots. But first, segment on this day My favorite segment uh, Randy, can you tell me what happened in 2004 On this day On this day this day, next day. It's like beginning half of the week. That's what we do.
1: I can't. I have no idea.
0: So, Mr. Robot, Mark Zuckerberg, launches Facebook in his dorm room. On this day? On this day. Wow. Yes. Right. This could be us in Dang a dorm room. Man, yeah. That could be us. This is <laughs> us right now. Uh, 1789, the Electoral College elects George Washington as the first president. 1964, the U.S. population reaches 200 million. It's at 327 million today. And we got some birthdays. Ronaldo, Neymar, Rosa Parks, Byron Nelson, Babe Ruth, and Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Happy birthday to you guys. Uh, That's on this day in history. Next, talk some NBA. Trade deadline is here. Uh, Rockets are shopping Clint Cabela to the Celtics. And for the All-Star Game... Team LeBron will wear number two, and uh, Team Giannis will wear number 24 in honor of Kobe Bryant and Gigi. Have you seen the, uh, what the All-Star Game is doing? Have you seen the mm-hmm. alt format? Mm-mm. So they're playing they're playing four quarters, but three quarters, they'll play three quarters, um, and then after the third quarter, they'll reset the score to zero, and then they'll have a game to 24 in the fourth quarter. So like the first three quarters don't matter, and okay. then I, I that's what I believe. And then fourth quarter you just have to get 24 points and you're the winner. I don't I don't know I don't understand this. I'm
1: assuming this is to pay homage to the late Kobe Bryant.
0: Yeah, all we wanted was for Jan- Giannis or LeBron team to wear two and 24 yeah. or eight and 24, eight but then nine. they went and made it so confusing. Yeah.
1: They're- well, I mean I, I respect I respect what they're doing. Obviously, you know you got to pay homage to one of the greatest basketball players and one of the greatest people. To ever live on this planet, um,
0: it's it's crazy because I I grew up I hated Kobe uh, playing basketball because he was all he would beat my Nuggets. Yeah, uh, yep. I hated watching him play basketball, but I mean I appreciated him once he was retiring and stuff. Yeah, appreciate his greatness, but I didn't know how many lives this dude touched. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. people just coming out with these amazing stories about him. I yeah. didn't uh, I did not know that. You want to hear let's, something crazy? Let's hear. It.
1: My fiance Hannah's old roommate was like neighbors with Kobe Bryant and would often babysit the kids really yeah yeah. (laughs) that's awesome so she knew them on a very personal level and all she could tell us were good things about that entire Mm. family and how you know grateful and you know respectful they were and yeah we definitely lost a a good member
0: of the planet, so and it, it's sad because his best career was coming after basketball. He won yeah. an Oscar. He yeah. won an Emmy. I know. Two years after this dude retires, like yeah. he was he just, just getting started. Take the first decade off or something. Just getting started. And just. That's what
1: happens. You know, the best people that we have are you know lost, and that's why you really got to take time to enjoy what we have and what you have right now, every single day, and don't take anything for granted. So, I know Kobe didn't take things for granted. I'll, I'll yeah. guarantee you that.
0: No, yeah. coaching his daughter's uh, basketball team yep. and just being very kind to everyone. Oh yeah. So some all-star game dunking three-point dunk contest. Uh, they've got Pat uh, Connington from the Bucks, Derek D- Jones Jr., Dwight Howard is returning. Superman. Ooh-wee. That dude's had a great year this year. Oh
1: yeah.
0: And then Aaron Gordon is finally back. Uh, after that 2016 where he was he should have won the dunk contest uh-huh. against Zach Levine, but we Zach Levine has not said if he's gonna. Uh, Join yet three point. This is all speculation. Trey Young,
1: yes. Buddy Heald, yes.
0: Luca, yes. Uh, Zach Levine for the three point. Okay. And then Duncan Robinson. So okay. those Those are speculation for the three point. Have Have you been keeping up with the NBA as, that much this year? Not
1: as much as I wanted to. I think this whole Kobe thing kind of got me back looking at it a little bit more. I've been watching a few games here and there now, but. Um, yeah, NBA games are just at weird times in the week, and I, I don't really have time to watch them. You know, there's the so NBA. many. Yeah, they're, and they're they're just all the time. But I'll usually kind of I'll look at the Thunder score on my phone every once in a while, and I don't really have a home basketball team, so I myself can't really.
0: Yeah, does Kansas wonder. City need a basketball team? Yes,
1: man, we got to bring the Monarchs back. They're the KC <laughs> or is the Kansas City Monarchs or the Kansas City Kings? I can't remember. I think they were both. I don't remember.
0: Their fans are great. Oh, I know. Like all the Kansas sports City fans. Were, yeah, yeah. When I went to the game, Denver, the yep. snowy game, yep. that place was packed. It was yes, loud, we and it are was committed. It was coming down, and the snow was coming
1: down. Yep. And people be talking so much trash about like, the Chiefs fans. They're worst fans. I'm
0: like, no. there, there were a few. There were. There I mean, there I, are, No, there were good ones. There, but, there was like one or two guys that were poking fun at the Broncos. I'm like, yeah, we suck. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean come on man. I you know we're we Texas fans though. <laughs> That's true. Amen. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, Thunder are in 7th place right now. That's yeah. It's shocking. That's crazy. Uh they have the and then the Raptors. Can you guess their uh seating? Are they number 2? They're number 2. <laughs> Get behind the Bucks. Behind the Bucks. They're in the number 2 seed in the East after losing Kwai leonard And they have the same record at this point last year than they did with Kawhi. Wow. So, why? what does that mean? I mean, <laughs>
1: I definitely don't. You, you can't say that he didn't help that team win that championship. He definitely did. I yeah. think what he, the reason that they might be doing so well, and this is all speculation, is just maybe he left a little part of himself back there with them. You know, I'm, he's a great guy as well. Yeah. You know, kind of like Kobe Bryant, he teaches his teammates. And that's, you know, that's one of the best teammates you can have is a teammate that will teach you and help you. With your weaknesses and help you, you know, become a better player. Yeah. So and I, that's why I, I really see out of Kawhi. I don't follow him that much, but um, after seeing some interviews and press conferences with him, you know, I think he's a very stand-up guy. So.
0: Yeah, I can see that as well. That's a good point. I didn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking the East was really weak. I mean <laughs> I mean, they are. The the seven and eight seed don't have winning records. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so neither does the eight seed in the West actually, Grizzlies are 500 in the West now. Okay. But it's been a fun NBA season. Uh, Zion, have you been watching Zion? Oh
1: my gosh, this dude is like the better version of Shaq.
0: <laughs> this dude can get up in the lane, drop shots from deep, like four threes in a row is opening night. That's,
1: he can do anything. He's going to be unstoppable as long as Nike can make shoes that will not <laughs> fall apart right Nike
0: get at me <laughs> yeah him and Job had great seasons uh John Morant at the Grizzlies has mm-hmm. been really good been doing great yeah. rookie of the year until Zion came I back know, and now Zion might win I
1: know
0: but yeah it's been fun year uh James Harden though he has not been playing great
1: he's, he's fallen off and I was really expecting big things from him and Russell Westbrook getting back together Maybe they need a little Kevin Durant action back there, you know, get the trio back together. But <laughs> the likelihood of that happening is very, very slim. But yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised. I haven't seen as much out of Harden and uh, Westbrook as I thought I was going to. But Westbrook
0: Westbrook has been dominating. Has, okay. He's been domi- He's been carrying the Rockets, honestly. Okay. Harden okay. has been nowhere to be seen, but uh, Russ has been great. And then uh, Lakers are one seed. Mm-hmm. Jazz uh, four seed, but Rockets are in six seed right now. Uh one game back out of four. Um, one player Mello. Mm-hmm. Mellow's been dropping dimes and hitting buckets. Mm-hmm. He's been doing good. I didn't think I did not see that happening, especially in Portland. Um I I, I think something that's funny. Uh Damian Lillard sends Oklahoma City in the rebuild mode. Uh huh. And the Thunder have a better record than the Trailblazers right now. Yeah. I think that's hysterical.
1: But you can't sleep on Damian Lillard. That dude He is doing something else right now. I don't know what it is, but every year
0: every year he has these few games like this little stretch where he just dominates. But yeah, he's been balling out. Do you think
1: it's gonna be just limited to a
0: few games? I think so. I I personally I think he's a little overrated. Uh, I do think that. We put that out on our Twitter that but then as soon as we put that out, the next day is when he starts his hot streak. That's the power, burgers and Brats. Burgers and Brats out here <laughs> plugging Damian Lillard. Okay. But I I personally don't think he's that great. Um, he's he's definitely top twenty in the league. Yeah. He's top five point guard probably. I, top five, top six point guard. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he's been balling out. I nothing but respect on this, uh, game trend that he's been having. Nice. Yeah. He's been yeah. doing good. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what. I saw a uh, dirty, dirty. Play from Kyrie the other night. I can't remember who they were playing. What did he drop fifty the other night? Yeah, yeah. Kyrie's man. I wish we could just get, you know, Kyrie. Who's we?
0: What team are you? Oklahoma City baby. Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. All right.
1: If we could get Kyrie and Westbrook together,
0: actually, how is what? that gonna work? They're two point guards. <laughs> who need don't the don't ball? You know. got Harden. You got Westbrook. <laughs> you got Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
1: Whatever's got to happen. I mean, that team to be together. dominant.
0: This isn't the All-Star game, bro. I mean, why not, though? <laughs> Let's make the entire season the All-Star game. Um, So do you have any predictions for uh, finals, the NBA finals?
1: You know, I'm just kind of being a bandwagon Lakers fan right now. Uh, I'm a huge fan of LeBron, huge fan of Anthony Davis. I would love to see them take a championship home this year. With the circumstances that have been happening in twenty twenty so far, um, but you know, seeing how Zion's been doing and seeing how, uh, especially you know, with Lonzo Ball down there too with the Pelicans, like I think if those two can kind of get something going, get something cooking, like they've got a good shot at at least making it into the playoffs and seeing how that goes. But
0: yeah, they're five games out from the playoffs right now. Yeah. But I don't. I think they need to add another piece besides Lonzo. Yeah. Ingram yeah. Hart.
1: I'll tell you, Lonzo is probably one of the most overhyped players I've ever seen. He's gotten better, but yes, yeah, still. Yeah, but I also respect how he didn't ever hype himself up. it yes. was all coming from the family. He was
0: the best ball. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was the most humble. Yeah, exactly. Guy, so I exactly. liked him the most. But have you seen his little brother? What his little brother's been doing? He what? He donated that money to Australia. He's been balling. He, he well, he's gonna go number one, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's killing
1: it on the court.
0: He, he might go number one. They're saying. I'd be
1: excited for that.
0: Yeah. It, it'll be nice. It'll uh, be fun. Yeah,
1: get two balls in the family or in the uh, NBA.
0: Yeah, I just need the third shoplifter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you still in a Chinese prison, man? What you
0: mean? Um, how happy are you that the Warriors are as bad as they are?
1: Oh, so happy! I was so sick and tired of watching them dominate and just Chef Curry out there and you know, <laughs> all that. Man, I gotta tell you, Draymond Green has got to be one of my most one of my least favorite players in the NBA. Dude's good, don't get me wrong, but I cannot stand his character. I cannot stand how he acts on the court and off the court. I mean, go join the UFC if you try to fight yourself, bro. <laughs> He's like,
0: the most overhyped oh, player yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it, it is exciting seeing that kind of dynasty fall crumble to pieces and yeah.
0: Did you see the thing with uh, the Grizzlies, Iguodala, and the uh, Steph Curry? That know. happened on Twitter. Uh-uh. This was today or yesterday. So Iguodala, he's at the Grizzlies. He's not playing. So mm-hmm. he said he's going to sit out and still get his $18 million until he gets traded. So one of the Grizzlies players uh, says, hopefully he gets traded, and we play them in the playoffs and show them what Memphis is about. And then uh, Iguodala, or he doesn't really say anything, but Steph Curry re- or s- puts a picture out on his Instagram with Eagles all holding a championship trophy, mm-hmm. and like the shh emoji, uh, the dude holding the finger over the mouth, and then so Ja Morant uh, tweets a picture of Kevin Durant holding the trophy, so implying that they got carried by Kevin Durant both times. Oh, <laughs> see, that's some beef I could get into. <laughs> it is nice. I mean, they kind of did. Yeah, they yeah. they they may have won versus Toronto if KD was healthy, but that yeah. last year versus with um Kate or with KD against LeBron. Warriors would have won for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt.
0: So any other NBA news you've been catching up on? Or?
1: Not really. I kind of steer clear from that most <laughs> often just because I can't follow it. It's
0: too many games. Oh, yeah. All-Star Weekend is coming up in about 10 days, so mm-hmm. that'll be fun to see. Uh, so moving into our final segment, who would you share a burger and brought with? So my burger and brought, researchers at Johns Hopkins have identified – a um highly absorbent materials that can be extracted from air and turn into drinking water mm-hmm. yeah to a um, healthy drinking water so one research has already research group has already absorbed 1.3 liters of this h2o per day so this drinkable water is going to be produced um around the country and given the drier climate so should be interesting how you just pull water out of thin air mm-hmm. that's interesting Mhm. All right, so Randy, cool. let's hear your burger and brat. So
1: this is a little bit of a longer story, but I gotta give a uh, plug to my a, a very very close family member and friend of mine who uh, unfortunately passed away about a year ago. But so in 2015, I remember the Royals won the World Series, and the only reason I remember it that clearly is because I remember the night that it happened. My dad. We had all sorts of family members over to watch the game, and my dad and I had been doing yard work uh, all day beforehand. And uh, we came back, sat down for dinner. Was We were eating with our family and friends that were over there. And uh, my dad, like, passed out and, you know, just was not responding to us. We ended up taking him to the emergency room where he finally – they were able to get him stable, and um, he's okay, obviously. But um, my uncle, my mom's brother at the time, Kurt, uh, he – He was always that uncle that was like, you know, the fun uncle, the uncle that you would always look forward to seeing. And, you know, no matter what time of day, no matter how bad of a mood you're in, like he was going to find a way to make sure you were happy and that you were laughing. And um, so Kurt was the biggest Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Royals, anything Kansas City, this man was a fan of. And he kind of taught me how to be a Kansas City fan that very night. So we were sitting in the hospital room, in the emergency room, or whatever, and uh, we're watching the Royals game, and we are in downtown Kansas City, um, and all of a sudden, we hear fireworks going off nearby, and we're in the hospital room, like in, in a room, and we look at the TV, and sure enough, the Royals had just caught the, caught the World Series championship. And I'm, you know, we heard cheers up and down the hallway, and it's 10 o'clock at night. I got school the next day, and I'm sitting in a hospital 20 minutes away from my house. And my uncle was there, he drove me, and my mom drove my dad, and my grandma, and our other, uh, couple other family members. But so that night, uh, my dad was gonna spend the next couple of days in the hospital, so just to be monitored, but. I needed a way to get home, and my mom was sticking around for a little while, too, to watch my dad, but, again, I had school the next day, so uh, my uncle told me he would drive me back home, and I was like, all right, sounds good. Well, we are about five minutes away from downtown Kansas City, and that's where, you know, they've got the Power and Light District, which I don't know if you guys are watching the Super Bowl, but they kept showing the Power and Light District, and, um, well, my uncle had the fantastic idea of, you know what, school's for chumps, KC just won the World Series, (laughs) we're going downtown. I was 17 at the time. I was a senior in high school, and it was like the coolest thing in the world. I remember hanging out the side of his truck. We were just stuck in car-to-car traffic. All of Kansas City was just super excited, super hype, and that made, you know, it took my mind completely off the fact that my dad had had to go into the hospital, that he was, you know, getting monitored under a whole bunch of different tests and stuff, and uh, my uncle really showed me right then and there, like how to, how to kind of let go of things and how to be a true Kansas City fan. So a year ago, to actually, a year ago to the day, uh, my uncle passed away, and he was a motorcycle rider and gotten a pretty bad wreck, and it was probably one of the darkest days of my life. Um, but. When we started, you know, this whole Chiefs season and, you know, ever since then I've kind of known that, you know, he's still got a big part in me and that he's still present in my life in many, many different ways. Um, But he had talked for so long about how all he wanted to do was see the Chiefs win a Super Bowl. And I know for a fact that he was down there on that field somehow watching and being there to watch the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year. So I want to say that one of the biggest reasons the Chiefs won this year was because my uncle was there. But, you know, all props to Kansas City team, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, you guys did great. But, um, yeah, that's my, that's my burger and brat today. Told you it was personal, it's a little long, but. That was yeah. good. Thank you yeah. for sharing.
0: Absolutely. And thank you for being here so much. We appreciate, appreciate it here. That, appreciate it here at Burgers and Brats. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter, on Instagram at Burgers and Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at Burgers and Brats. Thanks for listening, and take care.